your traps, little my nigga, I feel sorry for you. Sorry, nigga. Cause we banging hand to hand, getting it in them holes. I'm talking transactions, CDS, some distributions. We going hard with this shit, we need our restitution. I love my nigga, so I do whatever for my dog. Nigga, say he need me and I got him, he'll never fall. I'm coming in the clutch, something like I'm Kyrie. You niggas bluffing, man, I wish you niggas would try me. Be down. And guess what? We need answers. All right. We need answers podcast episode 108. We all here on this November night, this cold November night. We back, though. It's been a minute, but I'm back in here. Got my man again. My return with my guy, Moody. You know, we dialed first one. I think it was a real wire. That was that last year or the year before? That was last that was, year. Yeah, it was last that year. Yeah. Last year, yeah. So yeah, I'm going yeah. to make sure summer. I put that back up there so y'all check that one out, too. But today... We's hitting on something more specific this time. A lot. We're going to hit a lot of topics, but today we're going to talk about this book more importantly. No Justice, No Peace. My guy, it's already out? Yep, it just dropped October 11th. Okay, just dropped this book, and it's an excellent book. We're going to talk about everything in here from the images to the people he got in here and to the history in here. We're going to talk about all that. We touched on a little bit of all of that um, last time about Gordon Parks and all that. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit some more specific points today. But um, first of all, we set this up last week. If y'all ain't make it to the Welcome to the Trap House party, make sure y'all catch the, yeah. the, the next one. It's definitely going to be another one. But my guy came, supported like always. And as soon as I seen he seen me, he said, we got to talk about this new book. I ain't did nothing here to say no more. As soon as I, I set it up that same night, I hit Chris and said, we, we going to do this next week. He said, that's a bet. Let's do it. I, yeah. Well, I asked Chris, could we do it? And he said, that's a bet. So we here now, and I appreciate you keeping your word no, and, and your support all the time. So tell me, getting kicking it straight off, tell me how you came up with doing this book. Yeah, the, the book is interesting, you know, and it's like I wasn't even looking to do no book. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. I dropped a book in 2017. I ain't really want to do that one either. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready, you know, just how the universe works. It's right. just like, yo, when it's your time, you know, time and meets preparation. And I already had like ideas in my head. And shout out to my big brother D. Watkins. He was working on his book mm-hmm. at the time, which is out now. And he was like, yo, I got this, you know, this new publisher that I'm working with, the editor's fire. Um, they got a lot of ideas about a photography book, but I want to plug you in. Mm-hmm. And so when I came in, they just was like, what you want to do and initially the books was supposed to be like a collaboration between me the publisher and like martin luther king a okay. book around martin luther king and what he has inspired but you know things shifted and changed and they came back was like well we need there's no book um idea on the table what you got mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't got nothing <laughs> so i was like give me give me a day you know uh-huh. and then i just thought up thought about like the inspiration and i was like well the first book I, I I did was a beautiful ghetto was more so all way, was centered around West Baltimore, mm-hmm. Baltimore, Freddie Gray, what we went through in 2015. Mm-hmm. Let's broaden that since post George Floyd. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had my second time cover. Let's do something more broad. I want to make a book that 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 shows that the the plight and the issues and what we faced in Baltimore on a global scale. Right. So let, let's let's talk about that. Right. So with the initial, I know you said they came to you with it, with the idea for the book first. But what, if if they didn't come with you with the idea, you would you think you ever would have did this? Um, yeah, I would have did it probably later. Like, I'm like one of them people, I'm like real slow. Like okay. So like, I like to like sit on a project for a while, let it marinate, and 
you know, I hate making, like, I understand the importance of making mistakes, but if I can move slower and just avoid them, I will. So right. I probably would have did, I would have did this book, mm -hmm. but I probably would have did it like probably like, like three or four years later. Okay, gotcha. And I, I know we, we was talking on camera, but this basically is all the photos from, you said, how, what years are these uh, from? Yeah, I think um, my very first protest was, um, like, I think 2000. 14 mm -hmm. all the way up till last year um just documenting protests and um being on the front lines okay and it so when you do these when you take photos even with this and just period you save everything you shoot you take yeah i back up everything i try to do i make mistakes sometimes i might like delete something by mistake or uh -huh. i might format a card or <laughs> erase something by mistake but oh, right. i literally like, try to keep everything that i shoot even you know Images I might not deem worthy or I feel like not strong, uh -huh. you know, I still keep them because they, you know, what I find is that if I get to self-reflect on, mm -hmm. every image has a purpose at one point in time. If it's a mistake I feel like I made, yeah. I usually, if I re can revisit it a couple years from now, a couple months, right. it might be better taken. Right. So, so they, so what, what, when you, what did you learn, son, I just came to my mind, what do you learn about the city? You're the people and yourself when you do photography. Like, I know, I'm sure, when you took pictures during the, the protest, you're seeing a lot of people, and then you're seeing things that you might not, you mean, you might have seen your whole life, but you ain't really pay attention to until you mm -hmm. got taken the, with that camera. So what's some stuff that you learned about all of that? Yeah, I think, I feel like the camera, like, really brought me closer to people because I think, like, growing up, it's like, if you ain't really rock with a person they know a person i think we talked about this yeah, little yeah. the last one yeah, <laughs> if you ain't grow with a person well our generation is a little different yeah, now yeah, with social media but everybody's like oh you might speak to over something like but yeah. you real closed off like through the camera mm. it, the camera used to like bring people to me so like yeah. people be interested what you taking pictures of yeah. you know and it'll start a conversation so when i met so many different people from different walks of life then that showed me how vast Baltimore really is and how yeah. diverse it really is. You know, like people complain, it ain't nothing to do in Baltimore. I'm tired of seeing the same people. Yeah. Yo, I can move in Baltimore and not be seen by people sure. I don't want to sure. be seen sure. about sure. because there's so much going on that yeah. you, just because you aren't hip to it or that might not be your speed. Yeah. And that's what the yeah. camera has done for me is yeah. to allow me to, from everybody from the West Moors, you yeah. know, congratulations to him. That's big bro. He yeah, wrote for my, West Moore wrote for my first book. Okay. We was on Oprah together. Like that's, okay. well, he was physically there. Right. I was there in spirit. Okay. And they just showed my interview. Okay. Okay. But West Moore okay. been showing me love, supporting me. Mm -hmm. Then can't see me speak in New York. Mm -hmm. We built a friendship, but that camera has started the gateway to fostering right. that okay. friendship down to, I can, you know, the camera allowed me to be, get invited to rooms I normally wouldn't be in right. because of the impact of an image. So mm -hmm. like I've been invited to, you know, you know, circles of, you know, things that had to deal with community relations, community events, mm -hmm. you know, being able to do art shows, meetings with City Hall, all these different things. So yeah. what art does, it can be a vehicle to move you into different spaces, but it really gave me um, a medium and it is really is a conduit for me to better understand my community where it has kind of like pushed me to try to show more love yeah. and have more understanding. You know, when you, you can think that you, you've gone through everything in the world, but the camera can reveal so much more and then I and I, I document things that I couldn't even imagine. So mm -hmm. I try to like find balance in my um humanitarian helmet, mm -hmm. you know, still stay true to myself. But the camera put me in a lot of different spaces, which and ideally 
made me love Baltimore even more. Right. I can see that. I can see it. Cause that's why I asked that, because it didn't make you appreciate everything more. And like you said, it opened up doors and then you seeing stuff. Because Baltimore really small, but like you said, it's a lot of stuff that we only go where we know. So, so so it's really if you don't really tap into other stuff you would never know that's that's one thing i would see social media bless us with like it, it shows a lot of stuff we might not know about from restaurants mm -hmm. to people that might be from here that we ain't never know but yeah. it's, it's it's hella shit it's definitely uh it's a gift and a curse but yeah because you be mad when you when a new spot pop up and, and everybody then everybody blow it out the water yeah. and you're like come yeah. on yeah, you making everybody the spot hot that. everybody <laughs> hate that but it is yeah. what it is man. it only going it's only some food so <laughs> so but um uh uh so so to, to upcoming i know we was also talking about um when you first started, a lot of people that you knew wasn't really fucking with the whole idea of you taking the pictures and all that, letting you do that yeah. kind of thing. So what do you say? I mean, you could talk about that, but also what you say to an up-and-coming person that want to get into it? Because I feel like, you know, everything is, is trendy. So there's a lot of people that do stuff for the love of it or from interest. Mm -hmm. But then when you see, like, like, for instance, somebody might say, oh, he take pictures with everybody. He was Steph Curry. He was, I want to do it because he doing that. But do you really love what you're doing or do you exactly. really want to be a part of this? So talk about a little bit about all of that. Yeah, like in the beginning, it was tough, you know, like because everybody knew me for being like, just like a little knucklehead person that used to throw parties. He'd be around. He know mm -hmm. a lot of people. Mm -hmm. He's from over west. Mm -hmm. he, you know, like everybody had a, you know, everybody has their own thought process of like who you are yeah. or how they digest you and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like being an artist was never one of my hats. Mm -hmm. So like when I first started, everybody was making fun of me. Man, nobody took, man, I ain't. You want to take pictures of what? You know, and, and, you, and I mean, to cut you <laughs> off, but you said in the, in the last minute, mean, you was basically saying you went through a lot of phases of being in a different stuff. Yeah. In this land, and this was the one that kind of like you found your your place with this. Yeah, like, I literally feel like I was just one of them person. I, I feel like a lot of times they don't get to live long enough to, you know, I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to experience yeah. the street stuff, the issues, yeah. you know. Wanting to be a street D, want to be outside trapping. Mm -hmm. Nah, that's not what I want to do. I live long enough to really be like, all right, this is my jam. This is where I'm at in life. This is my, this it's my a bucket. It's, it's a, a blessing to live yeah. long enough and they don't. Mm -hmm. You know, and then not having that support from people that you might have went through some of them processes with. Yeah. They're not, man, I don't, don't you got to go to art school for that? That's kind of goofy. Yeah. You know, and they it's just. They don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah. But it's like. But then you got those those ones like you know Josh Austin. I always bring him up. Always shout him out. That's we my guy. You know, we went to high school together. We who we mm -hmm. always been friends. But he got me hip to the art. Mm -hmm. And then I got to meet the Rags, the Vinci tattoos. Yeah. You know the Tims, the Blacks. Mm -hmm. All those guys was tattooing, doing clothing lines oh, and. Art. Oh, uh, art. Right. You know, even you think about like Larry and your whole, yo, stuff designing. like that. It was like, we wanted to wear it, but it was like, yo, that man's creating he art. Designing He's it. designing. Right, right. But in, in our mind, we just like, we just want to fly. Exactly. When we get in our hold your own, you feel yeah. me? Like, yeah, yeah, can yeah, we get yeah. eyes to the. Right, right. You, you know, you don't think about the art and the time that's put into that. And then, right. you know, and it was like, when I found the camera, it was like, yo, no, this is mine. And I ran it up. Mm -hmm. You know, it changes your ecosystem and people you hang around. Mm -hmm. But then when you when you find find it, it's a lot of hard work, and, and that you got to put into it, and you know social media. When you talk to like older generation photographers, because one thing I would tell all the younger generations, the first thing you want to do is study who came behind you, mm -hmm. you know, and before I mean before, before you, yeah. before you, mm -hmm. because you need to understand what they went through, exactly. how they how they yeah. found their style, everything. You Just know, like it's, sports, sports, you rap, want to know the whole basketball, yeah. Oh, so you study you study those people. You know, I think. Yeah. 
Speaking of sports, Kobe is a perfect example. He right. studied Jordan. Jordan, yeah. Patting himself behind him. Yeah, so. exactly. So, like, that's what I did. I studied, 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 and then I tried to find it like minds that were into the same thing or interested. Mm. And this it's cool now, but when I first started, it wasn't cool. Right. That's a fact. That's a fact. So what what do you so so a lot of people reach out to you for for like advice and stuff and say they want to be a part of yeah doing all all the time the one thing the, the one thing that people had to start reaching out to me you know because I know how I feel to like not have nobody support you mm -hmm. like other than like or teach you or show you the ropes no one could show me the ropes right. nobody because like I didn't know anybody that was taking pictures of like their homeboy shooting dice or like mm -hmm. taking pictures of like. Of my of models or doing the type of work, doing the vast type of work. Yeah. You had your party photographers. Mm -hmm. You had dudes that was doing like paternity shoots, that yeah. was doing the backdrops. You had a couple guys that might have been shooting models, mm -hmm. shooting vixens, but nobody was doing street photography. Shit, yeah. You know, most, shoot. Real, most of the real street guys wasn't even gonna let you do that. Shit. No, they wasn't. Yeah. But I had a pot where it was like I was allowed to like people would let me like have my camera around, yeah, yeah. and then it grown to people. You know, Instagram did help my career a lot because people wanted needed pictures to post mm -hmm. and it's like what's better than a right. phone a picture real, yeah, a real camera a real, photo yeah, yeah. so start take doing that and, and building on and building on that but you know when freddie gray happened that's what catapulted me okay and the first thing i did was start teaching because i know how i feel i can literally one of the one of the main photographers that did help me, and i always shout him out is chris cam he was mm -hmm. taking all the party pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. but chris cam actually gave me a studio to shoot at okay yo chris cam was like yo i had like one light mm -hmm. and chris cam's like you can use my studio whenever little bro okay i shot stuff down there he had another studio i shot some stuff for larry down there like yeah, i yeah. i remember who paid me the first time like right. shout out to asia mm -hmm. you know Strut. Strut. Okay, yo, yeah. when she was affordably expensive, she just started her brand. Okay. She paid me. Malika Reed paid me. Mm -hmm. Larry was one of my first customers mm -hmm. that paid me. And it wasn't a lot. It was like $100. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't even know how to price it. What you got? It all makes What you got? Game, to me, right? I'm like $100 off a shoot. Yeah, That's yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, right, that is right, love. Right. You know, and then like from shooting them, you know, then more people start hitting me up. Yeah. And then... If I got. I did a couple parties. I'm like, I don't like doing parties because the mm -hmm. people want you to have them party pictures like yeah. the next day. Yeah, I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah. doing that because I really yeah. want. I start taking pictures of models, yeah. you know, and then Da Vinci and raising them. They gave and um and Ace the tattoo. They had a studio space and they gave me and I start shooting in there mm -hmm. and I start. I was studying Basquiat, Andy Warhol, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I was studying like people like Jamel Shabazz and Gordon Parks and mm -hmm. you know Curry May Wings, studying these other photographers and just looking how. You know, people shooting models and studying that. And then I gravitated shooting models, but it, that was one phase. And then I would do that. But then what if I don't have no models? I still had the urge to create. And that's yeah. when I turned to street photography. Okay. How you feel about Terry Richardson? The photographer. Oh, you talk. Um, With the glasses. Oh, like yo, they got. Didn't he get canceled? Yeah. That's yeah he got canceled. That's why I was asking you about it. Yo, he got you, you like his work though. I know um, uh, Vaughn was kind of like doing his stuff similar with the white wall. Oh, um, Vaughn, Vaughn, you talking about Vaughn, Vaughn? I ain't yeah. hear that name in the minute. You talking yeah. about that you do art, yo, Vaughn? Unruly, unruly, unruly geek. Yeah. geek, yo. Like, yeah. my man Vaughn, um, it's funny. Um, you know the rapper Butch Dawson? Butch Dawson. I feel like I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, amazing rapper. His, uh, Vaughn married his sister, okay. if I'm if I correct. But Vaughn was like, the pioneer of like he was, early, bro, early videos. Yo, early video, 
he made everybody want to have a video for a party. Yeah, yeah. Like he did a couple. Of he apps. did a couple joints. He did one. He did from one for me and TC. Okay. Like yo, like he was a pioneer. Yeah. Amazing work ahead of his time. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, ahead of his time. His very ahead of his time. Was yeah. Was like he would have took off. I don't know how he did, but he would have took off. Yeah, I wasn't way. even gonna creative back then because I didn't start fooling with the camera till like maybe like three or four years after, after that. that. Yeah, he had it on lock, man. Like yeah. you know, you think about like you just think about. I feel like even you think about the charismas and then people mm -hmm. like that, like mm -hmm. they were artists, but yeah. it was just like we didn't perceive them right, that way. Right, right, they was right. artists the entire yeah. time. That's and I why go, I say ahead of your time, ahead of their time, because we wasn't there yet. They yeah. was there, but that art creative part, we wasn't. Don't really think about there it, yet. yo. I'll never forget, yo. We did a hot boys party. It was me, Dovell, Rico, and Gunner, and like somehow this video, yo, yo <laughs> charisma photoshopped like a a my a, like a cocktail, my whatever them joints <laughs> call in my hand. Molotov, yeah, I remember yo, that. I like remember yo, photoshopping that. and building these yeah. things, and you know these are things that they taught themselves. They right. were artists, right. but yeah. it, it's a ceiling to that. Yeah, it's a yeah. ceiling to how many party flies yeah. you true, can do. True. It's a ceiling what you can do with the camera True. and that's when you got to expand beyond that and find that's the difference between an artist and a photographer you could be a photographer and not be an artist True. True. you could just you could you know because of just how it's all about maneuvering and how you project yourself to everybody else right so you got to have a, a goal or 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 um direction you want to go with this or could it be just I'm taking because I feel like based on what you're telling me and what you said in the previous and learning your story it was kind of like right place at the right time and everything just took off and it, it was like fate yeah pretty much yeah so yeah. if 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 um I don't want to say if that riot didn't happen because it could have been any kind of it that did that but the doors just started opening up coming to you after right at yeah that. so so how was how was it for one how was it getting all of that out of nowhere like this is a whole new lifestyle for you for one and then just just having that come to you, what, what what do you feel like you would have been your direction going? Well, what was your direction before that incident happened? Before the the riots happened, yeah, you was just going to keep flicking, or you had a a, a goal? Yeah, like at that point, I had already like wanted to just from studying. That's why I tell all artists like study, study, study your craft, mm -hmm. like study it. Like you can. And I'm not talking about study like where the camera is a little different from a paintbrush. Like mm -hmm. you can learn all the techniques. Mm -hmm. You know, you you learn the rules to break them. That's right. like the most. That's like something that I think is very very important. But it's like I had been studying and already picking my career path, like mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. You know, and and I, and I emulate Gordon Park so much because I watched his career path, mm -hmm. how he taught himself coming from the south, mm -hmm. how he he started documenting the black experience, mm -hmm. how he came became so impactful. By him documenting the black experience took it to another platform that people start paying attention. Yeah. How he changed the world of journalism. Mm -hmm. Like how he was allowed to be in the mosque. Malcolm X and Elijah Muhammad allowed him into the mosque. Mm -hmm. And the white journalists wrote article, wrote wording to, Life Magazine wrote wording to pictures that he took. Okay. But then allowed him to write his own story of how he perceived the Muslims from the photos that he took. Okay. And put it in one issue. Okay. They put him in the back, but it was just like it was just so impactful to have those two yeah. correspondents from a white space. Because that know, wasn't this, happening then. That wasn't happening then. It's not happening now. Right. You know, so like I start understanding the power of, of photography. So I start start deciding that, you know, even with my model work, mm -hmm. you know, I, I wanted to shoot natural models. I wanted to shoot 
just people in their natural state. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't do a lot of makeup and I wouldn't do a lot of those okay. things. You know, I start really understanding that I really wanted to to document and shoot what's in front of me. I want to see what's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And, and and street photography gave me that. So like when when Freddie Gray happened, it happened so fast, but I was already ready for it because I had studied. I wasn't ready for it as far as like everything that was coming, mm-hmm. but as far as like that moment and document, I had you the skill set to, to do, do it. To go to go to go the, the skill set. But yeah. but at the time I wasn't aware of the impact that I was going to have, that it was going to transcend because it was always about Baltimore. Yeah, then, yeah. then it was like, you need to go, we got an interview with Yahoo. My uncle like, you got an interview with Yahoo. What? Yeah. Like, oh, you got to go to New York. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to do this. You, oh, you, got, you need to go down to City Hall. And you got to do this. coming just like left and right. Yeah, I'm in a, I'll never forget. It's like, I never get. I don't even know why I was listening to him. I'm like, in my little like hashtag Scion, me and G Song. G Song was like, you know, I went to Lil Yoda. I went to Lil Yoda for communication. Yo, listen to me. This is how you do an interview. I'm like, riding to an interview. Like, yo, what are you talking about, yo? Like, you know, and it's like, and it, 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 it was like just figuring it out. Yeah. But as I figured out, I continued to study yeah. other photographers, career paths of photographers, you know, noticing, yo, know, like, I noticed early on that. With photography, sometimes some photographers are loved by the con- by the person they are photographing, not by the work that they create. Right, right, right. And that's something I never wanted to be. I always wanted to be artists that is what yeah, I create and not deemed by the yeah. work, but not by who I'm shooting right, or what's. Right, right. But it's me, you know, and, and that's what I, I try to build my brand around. So, what makes a, a photo good? That's tough because that's something that I thought a photo, I, I used to think when I first started that a good photo had to be clear, mm-hmm. had to be sharp, mm-hmm. and everything had to be done right. Mm-hmm. You know, but no, a good photo is actually, if you can get whatever you're trying to reveal, whatever you're trying to show, mm-hmm. can get to the viewer that you want the viewer to be. Because sometimes some images might go over some people's head, it might not True. be for them. True. Every Every piece of art is, and that's why art that's, is so subjective, because right, right, yeah. it's not for say, everybody. Like like art pieces, when you like people be staying like this is amazing, you be looking at it's a art, this. It's so, a white yeah. cube, like, yeah, yeah, like so no, but the the yeah. velocity of the yeah, right. the, the <laughs> so entanglement. They got this right. right, right, right. So like what I what some I, of I be bluffing though. <laughs> some of <laughs> be bluffing, but it's like art, you know, art it has is like one of them things is like. You know, everybody's going to digest it different. Mm-hmm. You know, what I do is I like, my work is for, for like the everyday person, mm-hmm. but I want to make you think, I want to make you feel, and like that's all that matters to me. As long as I can capture you long enough to like make you want to have a conversation. Right. Like, I don't really care if you like the photo or not, but if you're talking about it, that's me, so if you're triggered by it, yeah. or you stern and you thinking, my job. job is done. Yeah, it did you know, job. so, but right. everybody work is not that, and that's what, what people got to understand. Like, some people might look at me like, why is he's, you know, you know, like, people was upset that like a while, like a couple years ago, time, like, named me one of the top 50 photographers in the country, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people was upset about that, like, his work's not that good, but it's like, the work not for you, right. you know, like, one of the, like, a lot of photographers, you listen to a lot of OG photographers coming out of the 70s, they'd be like, I don't think about the viewer of my work, I think about myself, you know, I think about what I want to see, and, and if, be in your house you know, so you it's like, I create, and I hope you like it type of thing, yeah. you know, so it's like, ideally, in, in the photography world, you decide your, your path, and you create towards that, you find your audience, and then you, you, you exploit that. So there's really no right or wrong way. No, it's just all about what you what you deem, you know, like, but it's like, it's with the photography world, you, you only can jump in too many, too many circles, like, you can't be, you can't be shooting vixens all greased up in a hotel room with yeah. 
<laughs> with their ass out, yeah, and then yeah, turn around and, and do what I and then try right. to be like, oh, I want to shoot for Time Magazine. That ain't going to. It's not going to fly. Yeah, right, right. It's, it's, it's that's just that's just the structure that's in the photography world. Right. Even amongst you know, like photography is ran by white men. Like they are the elite. They they run it. That with mm -hmm. so many other places. Mm -hmm. So it's like being black artists. We always have to definitely you, you, black women photographers have to and black and brown women photographers have to fight more than anybody. Mm -hmm. But even just being a black man photographer, I have to fight for jobs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, institutions will send a white photographer to shoot black people faster than me. <laughs> when they the one that can relate more than the, the white guy. No, but it's interesting. But that's how it's perceived. That's that's racism. And when you when you think about it, it, it it's a construct that's so interesting. Because like, if I'm walking down the street, right, I will if I if I come to shoot, you know, um, uh, black people in the hood will be more. Oh, this white man got a camera. What you do? You work for HBO or something? Yeah, 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 what you do? You work for the news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, yo. Let yeah, me give yeah, you all the camera, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Sometimes you. they see me, they be like, Rush, well, get on my yo, face. Fuck you, the face. Yeah, hey, what yeah, you yeah. doing? Like, <laughs> fuck you, where you from? Right, what you right, doing, right? right, right they want to size you, you up. So it's like, it's yeah. like this thing they, where it's they like. They equivalent white people with importance. Exactly. And, and it happens all the time. And like a lot of people don't talk about that, but that's like something that happens quite often. like in the workplace. If you got a white superior, you going to most, well, not most, but most people. A lot of people kiss ass versus if you got a black superior, you going, well, he think he better than me type. Right, oh, I'm gonna come in late. He yeah. be all right with it. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, yep. it's crazy, but yep. that, that shit same way. It, it, same way in the art world. <laughs> so tell tell us how you pick the people. You got a long list of people on this. How you get? How did you choose, and what made you choose these people? Yeah, people. you know, um, one thing that like with art, and then you know, it's so many different perspectives like what it is to be black and like i always thought like i didn't realize how messed up Baltimore was until i really started traveling traveling mm. and i went to like other black communities that probably are black communities but it's like damn you from baltimore yo like why are you scared of me like <laughs> you know it's just like it's so many different perspectives and you know growing up in baltimore being here all my life like i didn't like i went to like beach triple c for like a week mm -hmm. like or like you know i never really experienced other places so through the art, I was able to go to Oakland, Chicago. Mm -hmm. I was able to go to all these different cities, go, you know, hang with black people in Asia, hang mm -hmm. with black people in London, like meet all these different walks of life and the different experiences of what it is to be black. Mm -hmm. And and so what I did with this book is like people say, oh, we want justice for all black people, Black Lives Matter. But mm -hmm. it seems simple enough, but it's really not because everybody concept of what freedom and being seen is, mm -hmm. is different. Mm -hmm. So I try to pick writers that I felt like came from different walks of life, may have something different to say, okay. might actually go against the grain of what people think. You yeah. know, it's like an essay in there by um, my boy um, Lofton down in Atlanta. Called, I, um, I believe the essay is called... Um, we pray to a different God, mm -hmm. but he kind of touches on the fact that like, yo, you know, he, he opens up talking about a uh, young black, black man, black kid who was, who committed suicide because he was picked on for being gay. Mm -hmm. But it talks about how activists basically don't show up in the space, but they love to quote James Baldwin, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, and it kind he kind of okay. busts it down and they're yeah. saying like, you know, they, we pray to a different God, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but then you got like, um, you know, you look at like everything that happened with the black trans lives, who they feel like they not, they, they're not being seen. So it's a lot of imagery around their protests where they had to have an entirely separate protest, you know, mm -hmm. and then you have people, you know, Fran Hampton and, you know, you see quotes from him, you know, talking more about peace. Mm -hmm. You might see something more militant from someone else. So it's like, it's okay for everybody to have these different nuances yeah, opinions and, and, and opinions and stuff. And I, and I find like sometimes... 
And the photographer, I become like the outsider mm-hmm. because I'm, um, everybody, everybody love me, you mm-hmm. know, because I support everybody. So I can go to different protests, mm-hmm. different organizations, different organizers. One might be preaching peace and one might be more militant, mm-hmm. you know, and they won't agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like him. Yeah. But it's like, I thought we all wanted the same thing. Exactly. So without what I really want to and then Malcolm, two different angles, but they both wanted the same. The thing. same thing. So it's a very complex but sim- simplistic thing to ask for, but it's very complex how we get there. Yeah. So I wanted to just show that, like, we are in this together. Yeah. But we but. In our actuality, we all have different visions for it. We want the same goal, but we all want to attain it the same, different ways. Yeah, you know, like, I had to put my Baltimore people in there that, you know, like, um, one thing about, like, D. Watkins, Kondwani, like, um, they my guys. So anytime we do a project, we try to do, we try to intertwine each other into okay. it. You know, but I got, like, Dominique Christina. Like, she's up in Denver, but she's amazing poet that worked with HBO. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Acho, you know, mm-hmm. Clint Smith, amazing poet. You know, Jacqueline Woodson, you know, award-winning. You know, Bria Baker, amazing. You know, DeRay McKinnis, who's also from Baltimore, known for all the, you know, um, Black Lives Matter oh, stuff. I know he's from here. I thought he's from Maryland, but I ain't know he's from Baltimore, though. Yeah, he's from oh, here. okay. Yeah, yeah um, and, you know... Of course, I got like my mom in there. Like my mom wrote, I always like try intertwine. How you know you got okay. yeah, you got to talk who you know yeah. amazing running back turn, uh, yeah. <laughs> amazing writers. I try to balance it out where you got like these like people that some people would deem like mm-hmm. you know up there, yeah. you know, and then you got some people that you might not know about. Right. You got some people more known in the literary world. Mm-hmm. You got more people known in the activist activist world intertwined with quotes from people that inspired me like quotes from Maya Angelou you know uh, Adderby Wells and mm-hmm. you know different people like that so I try to like balance the book out to show how complex it is but you know um, but yeah it's just you know try to balance it out I like that part. you put different different point of views in there cause it I think that's like um, I was having a conversation with somebody not too long ago about uh, about church and they was like they it was a uh, my friend she grew up I, she basically grew up whole even to this day our family is in it but it's not like they're not in it like a oh we're the holy saint is more like the church family like we go to all the church events things like mm-hmm. that and we was just talking about the perspective of and she was saying like how she didn't even I don't want to go too deep in it because it yeah. get deep but she was just saying like her perception of of you know church and god and all that has it changed so it's like it's it's sometimes conversations are, are deep and they hard to talk about but you need that perspective because if you think one way just for instance for like i said with church a lot of times you're raised to think oh this is what you're supposed to do this is how you're supposed to do it you're not supposed to do this do that but if you don't have another perspective then you're blocking out a whole lane of your life that you ain't even even if you don't go that way you still got something that you oh this really goes on so it's like you gotta you gotta have more the life is about perspective it's all about how you look at things and what you see in it yeah. so I, I i think it's good to have all different uh perspectives in this book because the one person might read this get this book just because of the photos and then they start reading it's like oh i ain't never think of it this way yeah this nobody really reads a, photog- a photography book right, right. <laughs> look, so, as i tell everybody like every time i'm like yo please read yeah like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of words you ain't put the words in there for nothing like it's, it's it's definitely but it goes along with the topic no justice no peace so don't think it's just about looking at something you, you won't really know what you're talking about and know what we're looking at also because if you right. want to share baltimore we get the 
ain't gonna say the worst. I mean, of course, I'm gonna say worst because I'm living in it. Like we living here, so we we can say the worst. But every time I look at shit now, recently, I've been saying, damn. Bruh. See why people be saying this about us, but then like before this, I like I always say on here, my whole purpose of this show is to, to show that we got much more to offer than just mm -hmm. the violence and the crime. But when but you know social media gonna put all negative all day long, and the stuff I be saying lately, I be like, damn, this this shit really is like that, man. I, I understand why people say this, but it's 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 always perspective. Like when you live here, it's easy to tell somebody it's not that bad. But when you see somebody look at everything on Instagram, it's like, you sure it's really not that bad? <laughs> like, I, I really, I'm going to let you talk, but I was yeah. literally on the highway thinking when I was riding past um, uh, 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 Top Golf. And before they was making it, I was like, I was like, yo, please let this be a, a place that don't get fucked up by us. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear about no crime going because it's like the casinos came, you started hearing about shit down there. We knew yo, that was going to happen. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The gambling, the gambling never do good. Do good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like everything, but it's like every single thing. You look on Instagram, you see the fights now, Fed Hill, in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, yo, like. Sometimes that don't be us now, Fed Hill, no, though. No, no, I, I ain't saying us, though. I'm not, with, not even us with none of this. Just in general. I'm just saying general crime, period. Like, it's just all you hear about. But it's only what they want to I think it's something there. in the air, too, yo. I really think, like, I I feel like Baltimore was like, that lockdown really took a lot. Yeah, yeah, they was like, yo, we yeah. about to do everything. Everybody yeah. like, yo, now we out of lockdown. We was in COVID lockdown. Yeah, you getting yeah. all that backed up energy. I can see I that, I got too. time. I can see Yeah, true, true. I can see that. I, I don't know. You been to Golf yet? Nah, nah. Mm. I ain't been yet. I seen like videos. Everybody saying they having a good time. Uh, yeah, that's what I was <laughs> gonna say. Like I seen, like I seen somebody posted the other day, and I forgot it was down here. I was like, oh, it looked good. Like I was, I was, I forgot they was literally at that one. But I was like, yeah, it, it looked good. I just hope we, I hope we don't, we don't fuck up. Like I, I wanted this. That's asking for a lot, but I, <laughs> I, I hope it don't. Just because we, we, I want us. Look, to yo, have look something. how long what's the face been out there? I ain't had no incidents out there. The axe throwing place, the place that throw the axes. Oh, I true. I ain't had nothing. True. Crazy out there, they axes. Where that's that's in federal, right? Or I don't know, you know, I don't know. Is that Fells over Point east? It's like it's like Hanover Street okay. or whatever, like okay. somewhere over there. But I went for like employee appreciation day, and I'm mm. like, axe throwing, yeah. I had a ball, yo, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I and I'm like, they had bed, everything. I'm yeah. like, yo, you want, drunk but I'm like, saying that yo, something man, you really want to kill somebody going there, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yo, oh, I'm gonna shut that down at this. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If, 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 what's it called? Urban Access. If Urban Access still open, yo. We can. We should be all right with top. Yeah, yeah, top true, true. Keep it open because I'm like, axe throwing and Baltimore sounds yeah. crazy. And I and I'm saying everything <laughs> I'm saying this is all for the. I'm never against us, so I'm definitely saying I just want us to. I just wanted to be yeah. peace. It's, it's, been, yo, it's been a crazy year. Like I just feel like I think it's crazy everywhere. I, for definitely, sure. it is. It's definitely here. It's. I just think, yo, COVID is like really put a lot of people in a really bad place. People lost jobs. Jobs got shut down. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people just really fighting to survive and the the, the lack of like I support, agree. the lack of support from. I agree. You know. Yeah. Everything. Lack of everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> so when we was talking all camera, you was you was talking about artists have their moments. Yeah. What did you mean by that? Because they ain't here, so. Yeah, artists have their moments. You know, I always go back to this quote. Like, I use this quote with a lot. Like, when I talk to, when I talk to like, younger artists and kids, because I love, like, talking to, like, mm -hmm. I feel like those middle school, high school kids, like, 
that that seventh to like tenth grade, mm-hmm. like a, it's a special time, and it's like yeah. they be ha- and now with social media, like they're so endowed with so much more knowledge than we what yeah, we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I always tell, I always bring up this quote, like Andy Warhol said, like in the future, I think he said like in the eighties or something. He said in the future, everybody gonna be famous for fifteen minutes. Okay. You know, yeah. and it's like now if you really look at it, it happened, right? Yeah, hell yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so it's like you got to think about it. You know, like how many people go viral? Like going viral used to be like, oh shit! Like mm. you know, when it happened for me, I was like, yo, yeah, yeah. it was like viral <laughs> sensation. I'm like, what? Yeah. But like now it's like, yo, I sit and I listen to people. A, pre- a person will get a hundred thousand retweets. Oh, I went viral, yo. Mm-hmm. Yo, you still gotta go to work exactly. tomorrow. You still, don't you still, it don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. It means sometimes for some people, and that's where the, you know, you ever seen like people go viral and they say, yo, click the link. The yeah, link. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> no one's clicking the link, right, bro. Right, if right. someone go viral, someone come on, yo, I'm the next rap thing. No, no yeah, one's yeah. listening, bro. <laughs> no one's listening. Right, right. Some people might be like, oh, I just can't fire you, yeah, you know. But yeah. you have to. Everybody has an opportunity. You gonna get the. You gonna get these moments. It's up to you to decide what is that moment. True. You know, um, True. like for me, like the 2015 time cover was, it was a moment. Mm-hmm. I've had multiple moments, but it's like how people deem like, oh, that was his moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's just a moment. Yeah. So I set out to prove like definitely, like definitely in the, in the, in the photography world, it's like, oh, everybody was telling me, was writing me off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Five years later, I got two time covers. Yeah. You know, I got, um, you know, I got shoes out. You know, I, I've, I've, you know, shot for Vanity Fair. I've shot for New York Times. I got work in the Smithsonian. I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still working. I've given out 600 plus cameras. Still here. Yeah. Like, still working, still working, still building. So I always tell my artists, it's like, when you get those moments, don't treat it as like a, treat it as a moment. Like, this is just a moment. Mm-hmm. Don't think like this is the, because people going to put that ceiling on you yeah. real quick yeah. 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 and try to sh- yeah. shut the seal and say, this is the highest he's ever gonna going to be. Keep, keep going, going. Mm-hmm. and they keep going to say, "Oh, this is a moment. Enjoy it, mm-hmm. celebrate it, you know." And then keep keep it moving, keep pushing. Every artist gonna have those moments, but what happens is a lot of artists are not ready, or they get they get digested by. It. And what I mean by that is like, I've been there. The time cover was so much publicity. Mm-hmm. I thought I was about to be a millionaire. You can like, yeah, I, I yeah. thought like, yo, this is it's up from here. Yeah. It's up from here. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody. It dissipated so quick. Mm-hmm. You know, it was there for a couple of years. Then it was like this all the editors, the writers mm-hmm. wasn't hitting me back. Wasn't when when it happened, it, I was I was, oh my God, I'm working with yeah, Devin they Allen. Didn't do nothing. They just I didn't do nothing. It was just there. Yeah. But eventually it stopped. Right. People stopped thinking about you. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta keep working. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to understand when you're working, when you're in a, any art form. Try not to tie yourself to a single moment, a single person. You know, try to, you know, find Tunnel vision. Just vision. Stay focused. Don't mm-hmm. let that blind yeah. you to keep to keep going. Right. You know, you, you, we've seen it happen time again mm-hmm. in the music business. Right. Person get that one big single. Mm-hmm. I be seeing the TikTok little videos like, yo, why I forget about yeah, them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yo, yeah. I forgot all of that song was popping. The attention span is so much shorter now. So yeah. You got to keep it's going. A, it's, a, yeah. it's a blip. So you got to yeah. build that longevity, build that audience. Mm-hmm. And stay, and stay true to your artists as you build, as you build, as you build. And, and I study artists. It's like now these artists, you be like, oh, my God, they're so big. You know, and I look at like people like someone came to me the other day was asking me about Hank Willis Thomas. Right. Mm. 
And I'm like, Hank, I'm like, Hank Willis Thomas is probably one of the greatest living black artists right now. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Like, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, I know you. Him. I just found out about him. Yo. He, he, he just started popping. Like, no, Hank has no, not. He's been out. Yeah. He's been out. His mom is Deb Willis, one of the most prolific black women of education when it comes to photography. Okay. You just didn't know. You got to right, study. Right, 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 Hank, right, Hank right. been putting in the work. Yeah. People are like, yo, you, you know about Doug Adams? Doug Adams, oh, that's the bro. That's, mm-hmm. that's oh, that's, you know. Yo, he he just all, he just blew up. He got this big grant. He about to do all this stuff in Baltimore. Yo, Derek Adams been grinding for years. Okay. He from Baltimore. He from Park Heights. Been okay. been in New York for years. Amazing painter. Okay. I'm talking about Jay. If you look at some Jay interviews, you might see something. Okay. Like Derek, that good. He's he built. got some of his artwork. Jay got some. Yes, okay. Derek Adams. It's um from from Park Heights. I ain't know. I ain't <laughs> look him up. I'm you know, he moved to New York years ago. You know, he's 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 fixing up a, a, a space in Baltimore where like. You can actually like he's gonna eye carve black history. So like I did it like all your podcasts. He's gonna build a database that we can store out all our photography and black art, and then he's building a house where you can, artists can come and study okay. from around the world, and That's you can come and up. study. You know, it's all these amazing artists. It's like, you, but they you, they sell a big piece. They they have their moments, and then they keep creating, yeah, keep creating, yeah, yeah, keep creating. Yeah. So like I, I advise all artists is like when you get those moments, you get those likes, or you might shoot that famous person. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, okay, real shit. I'm gonna look the Derek up, man. Yo, Derek I'm Adams, man. Like older when I'm, guy? yeah, older guy. Okay. You know, black don't crack, so you, he yeah, look yeah, yeah. he look young. Okay, but that's that's my guy. He's a Gordon Parks fellow. Hank's okay. a Gordon Parks fellow. These are guys that I look up to. I've sat on panels with them, done mm-hmm. interviews with them. You know, and these are guys that just show like some is is they have worked all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and these these are amazing artists. You know, Dirk being from Baltimore and accomplished what he accomplished, he's still creating. How do you become a Gordon Parks fellow? They gotta invite you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they gotta they gotta see you out. Like, um, you can be like introduced. Like, um, the new one of my favorite photographers, like Dre. Like, I really like was adamant about him becoming a fellow. So. Like, he was already on that radar, but I was, you know, just adamant about, like, his work reminds me so much of Gordon, and it was like, he's the truth. Mm-hmm. And so I got to introduce him this year as one right. of the new the new fellows. Okay. So, like, with them is they try to, it's not so much even about the work or the medium. Mm-hmm. It's more so about do you, do they, do you remind them of Gordon? You have some okay. similarities okay. as far as, like, you know, his work was amazing, but, like, he did stuff, like, where he wouldn't document it. Um, a place in Brazil for work mm-hmm. and took a liking to this kid named Fabio who had like a couple weeks to live, mm-hmm. flew him back to America with him mm-hmm. and then helped raise money for him to get all the surgery he needed so he can continue to live. That's Man. the type of time That's Gordon was up. on. That's you know, I think I believe it's Fabio, okay. the Fabio story. That's what's up. Dang, yeah. I ain't know. I got to do my own homework. <laughs> that's the up. Because you, yeah. you would never do, but, but I think that's why it's important for people like you and people that's that's like us to be in these fields because we would never know. If you wasn't doing this, it ain't this is ninety percent of the people around us wouldn't know nothing about photography or Gordon Parks and in our age bracket, I would say. Cause when I shared my this in, uh, first interview with my father, he was like, Yeah, go Gordon Parks was serious. I, I was a man back in the day of such and such. So I was like, Yeah. And I didn't know he was hip to it, but I know he in the he in the everything. But but I think being we we only know what we know what we see and what we know so it's like if you don't have nobody near you or somebody relevant to you mm-hmm. that's involved with something you ain't gonna think twice of it unless you found unless it finds you so yep. it's super important like i said perspective is everything so um talk about that shoe you just mentioned your shoe real quick 
you got your fifth shoe about to come out with Under Armour. Yeah. Talk about yeah, that yeah. relationship and how this ended up being your fifth one. Yeah, like the Anama uh, relationship has been fostering for a while, mm -hmm. you know, since the beginning, like of my career, you know, um, you know, uh, Steve Batista, Brown Bourne, you know, and like KP, uh, Kevin, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they found out about me, you know, through uh, this guy, um, Thomas Harris, who's a, um, a good friend of mine now and of a, of a homie. They, they found out about me through the time cover mm -hmm. and they was like, yo, this kid is like about to blow. Mm -hmm. We need to invite them to campus and okay. all this stuff okay. you know and i got to meet like you know just the campus walkthrough my uncle did like the campus walkthrough got a bunch of free gear mm -hmm. you know we would just come chill on campus i met like my boy ron johnson you know uh got to meet a lot of the co-workers and and they was like well like well you got passport and i'm like no it was like all right well you're going to asia with steph curry and that was like the first time i worked with them they was like, all right, well, what you doing a uh, couple weeks? Well, nothing. Well, what's up? All right, well, you going to San Diego to shoot Carnello. Mm -hmm. So I went to, like, sh uh, shoot Carnello um, in San Diego and got to watch him play basketball. He was horrible. Um, <laughs> like, he used to stick to boxing. But <laughs> he, you know, he was horrible. But he definitely used to stick to boxing. This was, like, this was like um, 2015. Okay. And then, so I was like, all right, around the same time, DeRay had connected me with uh, Michael Skolnick, who, uh, who was the president, I believe, of Global Grind. Mm -hmm. uh, he was doing a lot of uh, philanthropic stuff. I used stuff. to try to work for them back then. <laughs> I send him a, I tried to do an internship when I was in college, but I ain't Look, I, if you still him. want, uh, he not doing that no more, but I can definitely connect you with him. Okay. Um, he a good guy. Uh, he was doing a lot of philanthropic work, and... Um, he somehow found my GoFundMe. DeRay, um, just had, I just had met DeRay, mm -hmm. connected us. And then um, through Rush Card, like, he like literally like bought, um, donated like a $20,000 grant so I can teach NCD kids photography. You know, like he pulled up. Like, I, yo, I had Michael Scolding like on Curry and, Curry and Cumberland. <laughs> <laughs> you playing playing basketball at a basketball court. <laughs> it was a funny thing. I just got like this white bald head guy hanging with a whole bunch of black kids playing basketball, <laughs> hanging up. At least he was cooled up to do that, though. But it was hilarious. You were saying... Um, Go ahead. I ain't yeah, that yeah. Job. So you know, and, and when that when that happened, a lot of the kids was like, "Man, I don't want to learn photography." But when they found out about me shooting stuff and all that. They was like super yeah, tapped in. Yeah. You know, it's funny because like some of them kids are like twenty something years old now. Mm -hmm. At this point, like uh, one of the kids, two of the, one of the funny kids is like we did Carmelo Anthony book cover. Like Carmelo not actually sitting on the steps. It's one of the kids from from back then. They played ball. I had to stand in, and then we had to Photoshop Melo because oh, okay. it was doing COVID. <laughs> okay. But and I, I was like, yo, like it's crazy because it was like I like just like three years ago, like three years ago, nobody was taking me serious with photography. But then I started doing. I, you know, you know, Cleon had bluffing ass niggas, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. me and Josh was doing the poetry. Now you had the commentary. Mm -hmm. It started getting cool. We was making yeah. little t shirts and yeah. shit, like City of Gods. Mm -hmm. You know, everything was was going good. But it's like now, kids like really want to be underneath of me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yo, I ain't about to like. I would feel bad to like Freddie Gray died. I, I got this like platform now. Like I want to give back. Mm -hmm. So I decided to stay in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. But I went to like Steve Batista and was like. Bro, like I really need a job. Mm -hmm. I want to separate this, the art from this, so I don't want to like, you know, kind of conform or go against my moral compass, like mm -hmm. selling out, like think your know, images that I really don't want to sell mm -hmm. to like make a living to do work in the community and stay here. Right. And Anama was like, well, hire and freeze while you work here. Mm -hmm. so I've been working at Anama since 2016. Okay. And then I never forget, like, um, my man Tobias and my man Paul and. 
couple of people in the company was like, yo, we want to highlight you for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm one of the people, like, I like to get my shine on, but it's like, yo, certain stuff is just like, it's a certain level of, like, yeah. uncomfortability. Like, that's a little bit too much. Like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, like to, I like to shine a little bit, right. but I don't want, yeah. like... Not in the full front. You like, know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, too much. It's just like, that's just how way. I am. Yeah. So it's like, I'm a, when yeah, I want to pop my bottles, right. I'm going to pop my bottles, yeah, but yeah. it's in not about to be... In the cut. I'm a stunt when I need to, but it ain't going to be all the time. So I was like, no. And I was like, around this 2019, and I'm like, yo, it was like just like, I don't know what it was. It was like a record number, like a whole bunch of teenagers was getting killed. Like a yeah. y- lot of young brothers was getting killed. I'm just like, man, like the, the narrative around the youth, like in 2019, post Freddie Gray just was yo, crazy. 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 And I just was like, yo, can we change that narrative? How can yeah. we change that? I said, you know what? I said, I know two brothers that's doing good things. Coach Mookie. Mm-hmm. Coach Mookie, the reason why I quit my job. Okay. Quick, Coach Mookie, I was working, I mean, I was working at, um, working with, Everybody worked at my job. We was working out at Merge, out Columbia with young adult, with, with adults with autism and intellectual okay. disabilities. Okay. Man, like, shout out to Rags who never was on work on time to relieve <laughs> me. But you know, I could work at night all night and then, you know, go take pictures. And I remember mm-hmm. Coach Mookie was like, man, quit this job, yo. You got something coming for you. Mm-hmm. It was crazy because he was signed on number from working with Bill, okay. um, with Will Barton. And then he started hit the junior NBA, mm-hmm. th- team thrill, all mm-hmm. that stuff, and mm-hmm. coaching the kids. And I turned into this. We mm-hmm. both, but I quit because he, he was like, listen, listen to your mother. She's right. telling you quit. Well, quit and he job. was working there too? He was working at HR. Okay, okay. At, for real. And I quit. So I was like, and at the same time, I was blowing up at Under Armour. You feel me? I used to always run into Tank and Fiddle. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Tank was coming into his own. So mm-hmm. I see Tank and Fiddle. I, like, photograph, with photograph Tank and all that. And then, But around that time, I had built a really good relationship, like, you know, with Coach Calvin. So I was like, I wanted to highlight Coach Calvin and Coach Mookie because, mm-hmm. you know, you, like, I remember people like Lowe's, like, that you boxing right. Lowe's. Okay. No, boxing okay. Lowe's. Okay. Okay. Like, my guy, rest in peace. Yeah, rest and, like, <clears throat> and just up in gym and, like, how many you know how the, he would have the kids in there. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. I would go in there with Tank shooting him and went to London with them and everything. So I'm like, yo, like that's crazy. Like you really be coaching Tank and then y'all in London. Like yeah. that's your coach. Yo, or just like Mookie, like really coaching kids and they playing at IMG. Yeah. You got like NBA prospects, bro. You yeah. sending kids to yeah. getting kids to college. That's that I wanna let's highlight them and the kids. So right. basically what I did was like photograph the kids and then use like the video component to highlight them. But then I put in people like that I that was inspiring me, like Terry Hosley, very inspirational. Everything he did with free smoke, mm-hmm. even like comedy wise, like mm-hmm. he was like always been ahead of his time. Yeah. You know, so you know, put T. Hosley, um, made him a part of the video, worked in like Candace Walker, who can mm-hmm. hoop, and she was like recruiting a lot of, you know, for and the basketball team. a lot of kids in the, in the, in the city too. Yeah, so that like, name. that was like the whole, I know I'm a collab, so like the new, the new collab is like more so like, before you go, oh, so I, y'all, y'all, <laughs> no, I want you finished, but y'all yeah. relationship came full circle, you and uh, Mookie, Coach Mookie, but you Yeah, yeah, yo, that's, yeah, Coach Mookie, how. like he believed in me and was like, I always, I always tell them that, like, yo, you reason why I quit that job. If I went out, I probably would have ended up working, trying like worry about bills. But like, I ain't have a job. I was like literally rocking out mm. with straight photography, banging mm. out, doing jobs, doing what I can do. Get and then and I learned how to, I learned how to like do. I learned how to start do, trying to do my interviews better. Okay. So I would like me like sit down, talk to like D. Watkins. I was sitting in the mirror, like go over like mm. questions I knew I was gonna be asked. Yeah. Try to get better with public speaking. Right, try right. to like gain that confidence, mm. and that was like another. That was another revenue mm-hmm. that 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 held me over, and I and I was able to make money off of that. So by the time when Under Armour finally hired me in 2016, he was ready to go. I, 
Yeah, I needed the bread. I was a star. I, look, one thing I don't like is a starving artist, man. Like that, yeah. I hate that. But yeah, if it wasn't for Mookie, he was like one of them people. It was like, you know, we went to both went to Falls Park, same neighborhood. Mm. Like so, like having him, like another. This is you hear from your mother. It's like you know, it's family. You gonna figure yeah, it out. Yeah, you know, yeah, mommy yeah. gonna have them words. Yeah. But like to hear like from a brother, like an older brother, like nah, That's bro, like. Yo, come on, yo. Yeah, got, come on, yo. This yeah. job here is going to pay the bills, but no, nah, get out of yeah, here. That's holding you back. Yeah. Right. Well, yep. go ahead, though. You about to go into that. Yeah, so, like, the, you know, like, I'm one of the people where I just do the work, keep my head down, and when opportunity come, I'm going to put it together. Mm. So, like, this new, the new shoe is, like, a little different because it's not around Black History Month. Mm. This shoe is more so, like, a, a Under Armour classic. Okay. You know, so when they asked me about the shoe, it was like, yo, this is the first shoe that I had. You know, it was the Gemini, mm. the, you know, because... You know, we was rocking, like, people were rocking the sweatsuits, but we wasn't really, really rocking Under Armour shoes. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I told them that. Like, I, they would try to give me, like, stuff sometimes. I'm like, man, mm -hmm. I'm not wearing this show. Like, yeah, I'm not, gotta slick. Like, you gotta know, give me some all black. Like, <laughs> but, you know, Jim and I was, like, one of the first shoes that I saw that I was like, yo, y'all got something. Right mm -hmm. So when they went in, in, in the community, saw, like, a lot of people was rocking the Gemini. They was rocking the navy blue ones, the yeah. gray ones. They had some all that black ones. That silhouette. That silhouette. Mm. But like, and that's something that I feel like in a lot of sneaker coaches that all sneaker brands search and try to create until they find a silhouette and they mm -hmm. rock with it. It's mm -hmm. a little different now, but you know, like Nike got, you know, they got the Blazer, they got yeah. the Project Nike, they got Air Force, they got yeah. so many different silhouettes. Mm -hmm. You know, they can always bring back the Hirachi. Right, right. You know, Adidas mm -hmm. got Stan Smiths. They got Shell Head, Shell They got... You know, even Puma got the Clyde. Yeah, you know, they got yeah, silhouettes yeah, that could bring yeah. back. Under Armour didn't have no silhouette. That and I'm like, shoe. that exactly. The Gemini, I feel like, could be like the, that's yeah, one of the the, yeah. the staples of a yeah, flagship. I think it is. I think yep. it is. So when um, my man Steve Seegers, you know, who's um, works on the Curry team, um, was like, we want to bring the Gemini back. Like, how you feel about it? And I just was like, yo, like, I remember when I first started, like, really wearing our number five, I really started working with y'all, when I really started getting my, when I really started wearing it, when y'all started giving it to me. Mm -hmm. But, this was like the first shoe that I was like really rocking and faithfully rocking. It's comfortable. And it was, I feel like y'all took it out the market and changed it two phase. A lot of times you get a shoe that you like, the, the brand will change it. Yeah, like when you yeah. can have like multiple iterations of it, yeah. you know, like the Jordan ones, the dunk. Like, mm -hmm. Person will buy that. It's certain shoes they that somebody that, that certain shoe. They don't want you to keep switching it and flipping it and all that. They no, you going you gonna buy it every single time. You gonna keep yeah. it somewhere. Right. You know. Um, and so I said, yo, I want to keep it traditional. We're going to tweak it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So the, the new shoe, which is Gemini, which I was like, and I'm a Gemini too, so I'm, I'm with all the smoke. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> ideally, ideally the collab will be, you know, something that we're looking to. It's going to be like a, just Baltimore DMV, okay. you know, um, okay. something that, um, that they, they, they envision. Mm -hmm. And um, so basically, like, my, my, my shoe is called Friends and Family. Okay. And um, it's basically like a, the all gray and... I'm I, I, I'm a fan of like a like a cause I'm a as an artist I'm if I I can be walking on the street if I take a picture I'm going to do it I'm going to get into photography mode yeah, yeah. I'm a, I fry my shoes mm -hmm. so like I love like an off white mm -hmm. like sole so like we did like an off white sole which was pearly white mm -hmm. and then um, I believe the logo used to be like either white or like a, a gray we did like a three M gray on the logo mm -hmm. and then we just added like some trim some trimming um, gold to like the this the the technology points and like the tassels okay. keep it real simple because I'm like you you think about like the New Balance and you think yeah, about yeah, some yeah, of the silhouettes yeah. of Baltimore yeah. it's certain things that Baltimore people keep in keep in the can yeah. to That's throw smart. on when they go out That's so smart. I wanted to keep mine really simple it's other color 
colorways yeah. that we're gonna bring out. We're working on something that that's matching some of the teams. Okay. The Baltimore okay. teams can't say, okay. you know, okay. well, we ain't got that many teams, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you know. But yo, ideally, we want to launch that next year. Right. You know, um, I've I've been um. They've been sending me copies here and there, mm -hmm. you know, just as friends and family. The biggest thing is, like, we trying to uh, build, like, a, a, a culture, you know, like, a, you know, something that's, like, beyond just, like, oh, buy because it's a parable, make people feel like they're a part of the story. Yeah. I think I think a lot of brands forget that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, mm -hmm. Ideally, if you look at, like, Nike and what Nike has been doing with the Air Force, finally giving Baltimore their, their yeah, flowers, yeah, you know, um, I think that's important for brands. Yeah, yeah facts. Put them on the mat. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't forget. Look, but they didn't want to show nobody love until Virgil said it. Like, even Jim Jones was like, man, the Air Force started yeah, in Nike. No, shit, no, Jimmy. Yeah, no. Yeah, they try all these stuff. Right. Shit. Oh, Virgil said everybody straight. And once Virgil said it, it was like, that's oh, yeah. law now. Yeah. Well, they, Baltimore Ben said it. Right. Yeah, they know what's up, man. We but yeah, like and it's so interesting that you if you think about, you know, like just beyond the art, I just think about like even people like Chino, like how him being in like that star space, how he has influence. I've noticed like certain yeah. rappers that he be around. Yeah. That's a little different. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, do yeah, a lot yeah, of little Baltimore yeah, things you know that, that I'm like, you wouldn't do that. When, when they when, when we go out of town and when they go out of town, they always flock to us. So they they already they know yeah, what's so up. Yeah, so yeah, shout out to Yeah, shout out to all them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they know what's up. They definitely know what's up. Um you you talk we talked also talked about the Emmett Till movie. Well, how was that when you went down there for that? Yeah, you know, like I'm one of them people. I don't watch them type of movies. Like I, I like I'm going to watch it. I'm over them, them. I when I seen the preview, I was like, like I'm tired. I'm going to watch movie. it. It's a little different because this is more so about his mom to show the okay. the power of his mom, and it's more so like a lot of people don't know. They just remember the Emmett Till image mm -hmm. and don't realize that his mom, his mother, really wanted that image taken. Okay. She hired the photographer from, from Jet. Oh, for real? She the one who wanted to do the open oh, casket. Okay, okay. You gonna see what I did. Basically, you gonna see what, what I did, did to my baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, um, okay. which changed that changed how impactful photography was. Mm. She made a statement that changed the way people look at photography in general. Okay. It, 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 and it's very, very powerful. It, you know, a lot of us like it's just an image, but you gotta think about the just the mental space you, and how strong you have to be to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, the Emmett Till movie basically came about. Um, it was uh, a non-profit. Shout out to my man, Michael Lack. Um, he's very um, about when he do uh, anything collaboration with movies or installations or any artists. It's all about black businesses and elevated um, mm -hmm. black spaces. So, we linked up with, like, a black-owned gallery called Zucat down in Atlanta, okay. um, where they got a, a proof imagery um, from. It was sponsored by and um, funded by, I believe, uh, Jet Magazine, the mm -hmm. family Emmett Till, the foundation of Emmett Till. Um, and I was, like, one of the lead artists in, in like, the goal, you know, um, and they wanted to uh, touch on the book and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we did that, and then we did a show in the black, with the black, a black gallery in L.A. Mm -hmm. So basically it was kind of like um, bringing people out, you know, and getting people... Um, more known about like the history of of of, of, of Emmett Till, his mom, and everything that happened, and just that to, to have the book be a part about it, or just the fact that we even had to do this work, and the fact that like the work was tied to it, mm -hmm. you know, I was real adamant about going down there and, and you know and um, building with them and and doing that show, mm -hmm. which was uh, I think it was received really, 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 really well. It just said that like. I understand the work is impactful, but it does take a toll on uh, the human psyche and yeah, yeah, mentality, yeah. definitely being black men and, and black women, like mm -hmm. looking at photography from times that you're living mm -hmm. and then 
then to go premiere a film or something, you know, mm-hmm. you look at the generational pain and trauma. Yeah. I can understand it could be a lot, but the work has to be done, you know. Yeah, and that yeah. so that that whole purpose of having you down there, so they bought all photographers for that specific point of what you were saying that the story kind of relies on that how the impact of that photo was on that story. Um, no, so so basically it was like a whole art show, okay, you know, like okay. so it was like a gallery gallery art show, and I had some photos up, Gordon Parks, mm-hmm. um, had some images up. The, the they got approved images from the um the Till family, so you mm-hmm. got to see like younger pictures of Till and his okay, mom okay. and stuff. It was, it was more so to elevate the the um the film, but they be you know and just talk about like the work, mm-hmm. the fact that the work things that they were fighting for then is still continuing, mm-hmm. and um. So just to be a part of that is like, you know, to be a part of that history, you know, it just, it's sad, unfortunate, but, you know, it's, it's like a gift and a curse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so in, um, in closing, what, what, what do you, what do you want this book, what do you want people to get from this book? If you was to say somebody that don't know your story, don't know who you are, if you was walking down the street and hand this book over to somebody, what would you want them to get from this book? Um, I think the biggest thing is to understand that, like, <clears throat> is that no feet is too small. Nothing you do in the world is too small, too big. Um, I think definitely going on Baltimore, I always felt like my voice was, I didn't have a voice. We all have a voice. It's up to you to identify what is your, what, what is your God-given gift. And then if you want to, you know, you, you want to be the change you want to see, use that gift to, you know, um, combat that, you know, and photography is my gift. So things that are similar to Gordon Parks, is a, the photography became a weapon against everything that I, I hate. Mm-hmm. You know, poverty and, and police brutality. So if it's be if you you know, you do podcasts, you know, you do these different things and you know, you bring you through that amazing party, you brought all them dope black people together that that brought joy and, and we had a ball. You know, find your God given gift and then you use it to, right. to to amplify voices and amplify our space and make make you know, make things better. That's real. That's real. So what 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 um what's up next for you? What you got up and coming next? Man, finishing up this book tour, I will be uh, the book I will be teaching at um International Student of Photography in January. Mm-hmm. Um working on um teaching at John Hopkins for 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 a short semester. So you know, still giving back, really pushing the book to be using curriculums inside of schools, mm-hmm. you know, with with students and okay. just building around the book. So that's the next set the next and then the shoe mm-hmm. and then um yeah, just still teaching, still staying the course. Okay. Yep. That's what's up, man. Well, I appreciate you coming back. And you know, we can do this anytime you got anything you want to talk about or put out. I'm always here. Definitely. You gave a lot of gems for all the photographers and the people in the arts. So I hope anybody listening or watching take those, take heed to what he was saying because that's real. And then you got, you know, this is. Proof is in the pudding. You see him out everywhere. You see him on Instagram. And you can see all that. And everybody that know him know the same story. So it's it's real deal. So definitely take heed to this. And if you need that inspiration, I'll, you you open to people reaching out to you, right? Man, I try to... I get a lot of DMs. I know some people are like, yo, I hit you on a DM. You didn't get yeah. to me, man. I get a lot of them, but I try to respond to all of them. Mm-hmm. If you run into me, just holler at me. Mm-hmm. You know, like some people are like, I don't want... You like you was chilling, man. <laughs> just holler just, at yeah, me. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, all, I'm like... Down to earth. All right. Smile at me. That's what it is. So appreciate you once right. again, man. We out. We need we need we need episodes. We need answers. <laughs> we need Episode more episodes too. Yeah, we that too. We out. <laughs> Be down and guess what? We need answers. Fresh up out the track. Alright. Uh, uh, uh.
Bitch, I hustle hard, gotta get that bag. Uh, uh, bitch, I'm with the gang and my whole team drag. Uh, uh, you talking about some money, bitch, you need some more, you need some more. Mike, Mike, and Wong got that way, bitch, watch your boat, bitch, watch your boat. How about this perk?